The bagpipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rab Show podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1. G1 Reeds and Chanters were played in 8 out of the 9 winning World Championship performances in 2017, including the newly crowned Grade 1 World Champions in Vararian District, and also for some bands, including the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So many thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. I'm in a bit of a different location this week in case you haven't guessed by clicking on the title already yeah i'm bringing you all the coverage from the inverarian district concert here in the tully glass hotel in balamina so we've got loads of people to talk to and yeah before we get into all of that this week's podcast as you say will be one of a difference there's no piping news this week so if you've tuned in to get your piping news Sorry, you're going to have to wait until next week until you're brought back up to speed again. But this event in itself is so huge, we figured we would dedicate an entire podcast to it because this is one of the larger com- er, concerts to come in this incoming year. There's this one, and then plus the big St. Lawrence Tool concert, the big pre Worlds concert there, of course, are the big two that every piping fan's going to want to get to. So. I have to say, first of all, congratulations to Bally Bruce Pipe Band, celebrating 70 years on the road and throwing this one heck of a shindig. We'll hopefully get chatting to some of the guys from Bally Bruce later on and, yeah, hopefully we'll get hearing all about the band and how it got started and all that different stuff. Before we get into things and we get talking to the guys from Inverary and Bally Bruce and everybody, we'll have to give a shout-out to our patrons. Those people who clicked on that support button, you guys are awesome. So shout-out goes to LoneStarPiper.com, Twisted Thistle, and, of course, Brandon Moreno. You guys are awesome. I have to keep my eyes and my voice down in here. It's very echoey, I have to say. The, the venue here is huge, by the way. For those of you who've been tuning in on our social media and our Facebook and Twitter and stuff, you've got to see various photographs and that from the venue. It's huge. Like, there's seating here for, I would say, at least... 1,500 people, if not more, and if anything, the way our social media has been going this past week, everyone has been trying to grab tickets for this desperately. So, this event itself will be incredibly popular. (sighs) Right, let's get into it. I've been here for well over about an hour and a half already. The band have already done their sound check and a few little rehearsals and sound tweaks and stuff. Let's get into it. Time to run around and pin down some interviews with some amazing people. So, welcome to the show, Mr. Mark Wilson. Thank you very much, Rob. Good to see you. What about you? I just caught you mid-transit. Well, I'm on my way to try and organise bits and bobs. Mostly organised myself, because you know how disorganised I I am. Everything else for this concert is amazingly well organised, so... uh, I'm going to have to get myself together too. <laughs> Such radio personalities, you see, we're through together. But anyway, I have to ask you, you're here tonight then to step out on stage and do a bit of comparing then? I am. I, I'm not really sure why they asked me, but they did they ask me would I, would I like to compare it. And I mean, to compare sitting for two hours listening mm. to the best band in the world, well, that's not really a hard job, Rob. No, so, uh, no. And, uh, <laughs> you know, one that I would immensely enjoy doing and I know it's going to be a fabulous night with fabulous music by yeah. one of the top bands uh, in the world today I'm stupidly excited for this you know it feels <laughs> like I've been talking about it for months and now it's here <coughs> well it's here yeah and it's been out and about for months and uh, I suppose on the internet and you've been advertising on mm. your show and different people have been putting it on the social media and Facebook and stuff so yeah, yeah it's here
there tonight. The, the stage is all set up, ready to go. There's a, I don't know, a, a, there's more drums than I can count, put it like that. Um, <laughs> there's, there's snare drums, there's djembe drums, there's military drums, there's all sorts That's of bass and tenors. Um, so many different sizes of drums and tones and textures of drums. There's uh, upright show. basses, there's guitars, there's... Uh, uh, I don't even know what Bazookies, yeah. there's jambes, there's keys, there's, oh, there's a pile of stuff. So yeah. um, that's going to be a fabulous night's show. So, Thanks. yeah, all I have to do, I suppose, is uh, just introduce the band, who they are. I mean, that's Inverarian District, so I don't take that long. <laughs> and uh, then on to uh, just introducing some of the sets, telling a wee bit about some of the tunes the guys are playing, maybe some yeah. of the soloists that are going to play, um, maybe a wee bit of background into some of the tunes and some of the soloists. So yeah. a pretty easy night, really. There you go. Well, you'll be like me. You'll be sitting enjoying the whole thing. And well, I, I, I yeah. mean, that's, that's what I say. If you're uh, if you're into pipe bands, what else would you want to do on a Friday night than exactly. sit and listen to the best pipe band and the best drum corps uh, yeah. in the world? Yeah. So it, it's going to be a fabulous night. It's one I'm really, really looking forward to. Um, mm. The bands seem amazingly chilled and relaxed. Very much you know, so. That's coming across. It's, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of walking in here and you just see guys walking about the hotel in ones and twos and they're <laughs> all just chilled, relaxed, sitting back. Yeah. A uh, few drummers rattling in the background. I mean, and, and quite literally is rattling. They seem to be messing about more than actually practicing uh, anything. Yeah. Do you know? Um, so, uh, yeah, it uh, it's really has all the makings of being a great evening. So I think it's 7.30 we all kick off. Does indeed, yeah. Um, I know uh, I've seen the set list for what the band's going to do. There's such a variety mm. of music. Um, yeah. They've got old stuff, new stuff, brand new stuff we've never heard before. Yeah. Some stuff that's maybe a little bit more recent and some tunes that are you know, well over 100 years old. So yeah, there's right. something yeah, in the programme for, for everybody. Fantastic. And uh, there's some uh, special guests. Some very special guests oh. will be arriving uh, All right, as, part okay. of, as part of the programme. And... Uh, I think it will be a fabulous night if you're involved in pipe bands and you haven't been here this night. Uh, I think you'll (laughs) live to regret the fact that you weren't here. Definitely, Uh, yeah. I know that just across the road from where we are here in the Tully Glass House is uh, County Hall in Mm. Ballymena. We're probably the most iconic pipe band concert of all time, the 78th Fraser Highlanders, in August in 1987 took place. And I actually, I wasn't at that because I was over at the Worlds already. Uh, I was playing with a a grade four band, Warringsford at the time, and we were already over uh, at the Worlds on the night of that concert. So I wasn't at the concert, I missed it. But when you listen to the the record it was an LP I had so not yeah. even a CD in those <laughs> days when you listen to that record you just wish oh. I wish I had been there and I still get the goosebumps listening to it today it's just you so know? fabulous I mean I think yeah. at the time it was a band that was you know trying to be innovative trying to do new things trying to come up with arrangements that pipe bands wouldn't have done and wouldn't have used before it was yeah. a whole new breath of fresh air and I think that's what we're in for here tonight too oh, you've, listened, you've listened to some of the arrangements that Inverary have come up with over the last couple of years mm. and they really think with a musical head they think with a, an innovative head um, yeah. similar to you know our own Field Marshal here from, from Northern Ireland mm-hmm. these bands are doing things that maybe other bands would maybe say you know well maybe just not do that that's maybe yeah. a wee bit difficult but when you're in right. the top echelon of what these guys are mm-hmm. then you have the ability you have the quality of players to just 
try and yeah. you know, raise the bar that wee bit higher and do something that maybe hasn't been done before. Take that musical risk, yeah. Yeah, and I suppose if you're not taking any risks and you're playing you know, really, really safe all the time, mm. sometimes your playing can sound a little bit like that, sound a little bit like uh, you're playing within yourself, and maybe it's better to play that wee bit on edge, and if you've got wee bit of nerves and that wee bit of chance that, you know, this might just not go exactly <laughs> to plan. Yeah, but the thing yeah. is, when it will go to plan... It's going to sound fabulous because oh, nobody's it. going to expect it to happen like that. No, exactly. So I think that's what we're in for tonight. Can't wait, can't wait. So, Mark, can I just ask about yourself then? Personally, you've been incredibly busy this last while. I have, yeah. Um, I suppose no rest for the bigot is what they say, and I must be <laughs> exceptionally evil. Um, I, well, I don't know. I, I suppose it's a good thing uh, that people want you to do stuff, and yeah. um, I've been very, very fortunate over, well, I suppose the last maybe two, three years, I keep complaining that yeah, I've no, never any time off but I love what I do Rob and mm. um, yeah I've been travelling quite a bit I've been back and forwards uh, from the start from the start of this year I've been back and forwards mm. in Switzerland Germany uh, Austria Netherlands yeah. uh, up and down the Irish Republic Donegal and yeah. um, I have putting more miles trips in. well I'm certainly <laughs> putting the air miles in I'm putting plenty yeah. of miles on my car up and down to Dublin airport the car <laughs> could, could near drive and park it itself at the uh, airport now yeah. so I'm busy doing things like that and the rest of this year's pretty much like that of a couple of other projects bigger projects that's happening at home here but of a lot of other right. stuff happening overseas so we're back and forwards to Europe and uh, the States later on this year and uh, maybe the Middle East later on in the year and stuff like that. So okay, it uh, it keeps me occupied. It keeps sure, me out of trouble, yeah. you know. And uh, yeah, it keeps me from getting shouted at at home because, like, you know, <laughs> I'm very good at you know doing things not the way they should be done. You oh, know? Yeah. oh, me too. You know things like yeah, maybe, yeah. you know a dish not washed. Did you make a cup of coffee that day? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and uh, yeah, when Rachel comes home and there's a dirty cup of coffee still sitting in the sink <laughs> and I get shouted at because that's not washed so I'm, uh, I'm good at getting shouted at so whenever yeah. I'm away I can't get shouted at so much you know see my are great for that you know well, <laughs> you know I often kind of think back to the very first time that I went into Warringsford Orange Hall just outside Dromore County Down I think it was maybe four or five years old mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> you know when you think back to that and you wanted to go in and just learn to play yeah. in a pipe band and I honestly if I had been able to learn one or two tunes yeah. and get out on the road playing with the band I would have been happy Yeah, you know Rather never done. ever had I mean you didn't even know that something like the World Pipe Band Champion 6 existed or that there was bands like Strathclyde Police or Field Marshal uh, Montgomery or yeah. RUC that wasn't on the you just you'd, you'd no yeah. idea of anything no. of that but you know and to think at that stage that that would then become what would become your livelihood, would become your living, mm. would allow you to travel literally all around the world doing what you love doing, getting yeah. up every morning, actually wanting to go to work, That's going fantastic. to bed at night. And most nights I don't go to bed, you know, to at least maybe one, half past one, two o'clock. And I work to those times because I yeah. love what I do. And then you go to bed at oh. night and you think to yourself, now I want to get up in the morning to do that, to do that, and to do that. And then there's a good <laughs> idea to put that, put that bar in there, move that in there, or there's uh, a brilliant chart that we could put brass into there, or, you know, uh, so guitar chords. Arranging in there things or as you're going so, to bed. Yeah, I, <laughs> and, and I suppose yeah. that's you know that's what I love doing. And I suppose if I won, you know, if I won the lottery uh, mm. tomorrow and I had you know as much money as you, you know, millions and millions, <laughs> uh, you know, people say, well, would you do? I, you know, I would I would be bored going and laying on a yacht in Barbados or something like uh, that. I would be sitting yeah. thinking, I wonder what the bands are doing. I could write a second part for that tune. See, you yeah. know, so mm-hmm. I, I get to do what I love doing. You know, I literally. I suppose my life is a full-time holiday, but it's my full-time job. So it's fantastic, um, though. Yeah. yeah, so I'm busy, and oh. we're back with uh, our Pipes and Drums show this August. 
back yeah. on the fifth of August, Sunday the fifth of August. We're back mm. with six programmes, so we'll be concentrating on kind of the run up to the worlds, and then we'll have a couple of shows after the, the worlds it, yeah. to uh, hopefully play the, the, the top few bands in the world. Excellent. So on the topic of the show, we've spoken about this on the podcast at length, actually, about how the hours were cut for yourself. The pipe band world weren't happy with the decision. Well, it seems the, the pipe band world want. I mean, pipe band world mm. weren't. That's hard to say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, those decisions are made at a much higher level and much yeah. higher yeah. pay grade than than me. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it's about getting back in there. Doing six shows, doing six shows that yeah. are of a high class, a high quality, with the best bands in the country, the best bands in the world, yeah. and letting the folk out there, um, not just in, in Northern Ireland, because we are listened to all, oh, over, all over the world, totally, um, yeah. you know, hear those best bands, courtesy yeah. you know, of a, a, a radio station in, in Northern Ireland. So um, we're, we're back again as on the hmm. 5th of August, and... I suppose it's under review, and if, if yeah. enough people want to see uh, see programs and hear programs, listen programs on the radio, and yes. enough people let their views be known to the powers that be, then Definitely. I think yeah. you know, more programs will appear. Um, That's so, it. And for me, it's it's all about a passion I have had mm. since I was a young boy. Of you know, I never remember a time in life where I didn't want to be a drummer, where I didn't want to play in pipe band so for me yeah. it's a lifelong passion to put this type of mm. music out around the world whether that be on television whether that be on radio whether that be on you know live concerts or work, yeah. whatever Wherever, it may be right. I just feel incredibly lucky to be able yeah. to be able to do that so um, yeah I, I can't wait to be back again with the programme and mm. hopefully at some stage We'll have more programs. Oh, with a bit of luck. And with you guys listening to the pod right now, you can help lend your support, I'm sure, as you've done in the past. Lots of our listeners have actually said that they've written in and all of this. So, yeah, let your thoughts be known, I think. Yeah, so who knows? The future may be bright. But yourself, you're still going to be incredibly busy this incoming season as it rolls forward. Yeah, I am incredibly busy. I mean, I looked at... Um our summer series when it's coming back on the 5th of August and oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I kind of looked at where all it was and mm. I'm in I know I'm away the first two weeks uh, of August then I'm off mm-hmm. to the world and then I'm over to Germany and then I'm from Germany to uh, Avanche in Switzerland for, oh, for tattoo. a tattoo oh so, excellent yeah. you know literally um, yeah. I'm going to have to be thinking about and putting the shows together in a couple of days in the middle of the week oh no um, <laughs> Whenever I literally have a couple of hours and yeah. then get in uh, to the studio and get them laid down, ready to go out on the Sunday <laughs> afternoon. So, um, oh. but you know that's better than, than sitting about and doing nothing. And no, I mean, true. I'm incredibly lucky to be doing those things, Rob. So, yeah. um, it's it's a la- it's a real labour of love. Oh, that's excellent. Well, Mark, thanks so much for chatting to us. And we're asking everybody uh, the typical big rab show question: What's your favourite cheese? Have you got one? My favourite cheese. Oh, yeah. actually, I am. I'm a. I am a real fan of cheese. Mm. Um, I especially love blue cheese. So oh, Stilton yeah, really? would be, you know, a really yeah. mature Stilton. You know, just nearly, mm. nearly on the point of needing thrown in the bin. I, I, it, it's about right <laughs> for me. You know, I can get that on on, on a few crackers and a, a wee bit of maybe ah, uh, chili uh, chutney on top of it. Sweeten it up a, a, a bit. And maybe a wee grape and. Uh, there you go. Maybe a, a wee Australian Shiraz just Ooh. to help wash that down. Mark, um, you're making me hungry. That, 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 that would work, I would think. That would work, all right. There you go. Cheese talk on the Rab Show podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Thanks, William Mark. Thanks for talking to me. Cheers. Cheers, Rob. Thank you very much indeed. Welcome to the podcast, Mr. Stephen McWhorter. You're kind of a regular on the podcast now, Stephen, have to be said. Ah, you always manage to get me. <laughs> uh, I must honour, 
Opportune times. Yeah. And Mr. Ian Lawson, how you doing? Not bad, Rob. Yourself? Well, then I'm stupidly excited for this thing, to be <laughs> honest. Yeah, it seems to be I've been talking about this concert now for months. Has it been the same for yourselves? Has it been on the horizon now for a while? Uh, yeah, I, get, I don't know when it came about. After, or before the Worlds last year, I think. Was it as far back as that, right? It was, yeah. Right. Definitely uh, got the approach around that time, so. I see. It's been a long time coming, but still lastminute.com. <laughs> exactly. But if anything, the season's just around the corner, a couple of weeks. How's preparation going in the band at the minute? Oh, it's been going well, but I think, I think the concert focus now has got us a wee bit more urgent for the start of the season where it was maybe slightly relaxed, but we're, we're ready to go now. Two weeks away, we'll be ready the time it comes around. And I think I've heard a wee rumour that in the concert tonight we may be hearing your new medley for the season. <laughs> Any surprises in there? Uh, no, it's very Inverary, I would say. Okay, so, All right, that's a good description. It's got the usual Inverary stamp. Yeah. Fairly trad tunes, but with a, a twist. Excellent. And other than that, what can people expect at the concert tonight? I'm looking on the stage behind you, see, there's a, <coughs> almost a full orchestra of instruments there. <laughs> what do we have in front of us then, the night chaps? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, yeah, with a wee jambe there, with even a wee marching military drum. Obviously, Suzuki guitar, Suzuki, yeah, guitar, double bass, keyboard. Obviously, a few tenor drums. Um, so I said that you mentioned the drums. I have to be completely geeky here. These are a new, <coughs> new set of drums you're unveiling tonight. Then these are brand spanking new tonight. Yes, um, new color, slightly, maybe not as fancy as we normally go for, but trying to pull it back a wee bit more hmm. reserved, let's say, on it, but. They definitely have a kick and they'll, they'll look well. So they're not, they don't have the silver fleck going through them, I think, just to <coughs> describe to the listeners. They're well, kind of well, like a they, fade. They, like are, they might, but you might only see it that one day of sun every year. Yeah, uh, true. <laughs> yeah, it's hard, to, it's hard to pull the, the fleck out every time. But, you know, at the end of the day, again, this is this has taken us basically eight months to, to come to this with this colour. So fair play to the guys and Dante again for pulling out of the bag. So uh, yeah. hopefully hopefully we can do them justice and sound and playing as good as they look. So Inverary has been had a pretty good relationship with Atlantic this last while, especially with winning championships all over the place. How do you find your relationship with them? Yeah, it's been, it's been great. They've been really supportive of us since the band started. The band has never played anything else other than Dante, so yeah. um, they've all, you know, the company's always been really good to me and the solos, and um, so we're we're just really happy to keep playing their stuff, keep continuing moving on. Yeah. yeah. So with that in mind, how do you think this incoming season is looking for yourselves? Difficult question at this point. Like, <laughs> you know, uh, probably the same as every other season, to be honest. Um, you just keep chipping away I suppose you just have to go and play or play the way you play and if the four guys that are standing judge are not like it then you're in with a chance if they don't like it then you're not in with a chance <laughs> so that's it well yeah. we'll wish you good luck anyway yeah, and I have to ask you both of you I was chatting to you about this earlier Ian about the Live in Ireland concert in the waterfront mm-hmm. how did you find that being on stage <laughs> with that music well I'll say it was certainly easier to learn this concert material than it was to learn that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for sure, it's it's certainly certainly a lot different, but certainly a good night, good to be part of it, and it's certainly something we'll never ever forget. So, 
sure. Yeah. It's an experience and a half. But that, that's, you know, the music itself, the style of it was completely different, but still stands up, you know, today. How did you find the difference between playing material back from the 80s, from, you know, the modern day stuff? I felt like I needed to grow a moustache to play it properly. <laughs> um, yeah, in a quarter of a sweater or something. Really busy and <laughs> not as maybe sympathetic to the, the overall ensemble as what it is now. Mm. But it's still fun to kind of step back in time and That's it. Well, blast through it. Yeah. So we have a lot of listeners that listen, or a lot of beginners that listen to the podcast, that listen internationally, both in the States and uh, Australia and everything. Have you got any tips for anyone lifting the sticks for the first time? Um, <laughs> yeah, they should definitely get Skype lessons with me. No, I'm only joking. <laughs> <laughs> Skype can, lessons are available. You yeah. can edit that out. <laughs> um, uh, just try and find a good instructor. Um, somewhere, you know, someone face-to-face to start with um, it's going to be difficult enough I'm sure yeah but yeah. it's regular instructions key I would say yeah, yeah. Um, you know don't, I d- don't run before you can walk I think there's too many people now who want to fast track up the grades I know both of us have come from the the bottom to yeah. grade one and I, I think that's the only way to be successful is that you do it it's, you, you cannot jump straight into it and people that do that, I think they miss the basics and the technique and the development of you as a player, learning the knockbacks, the tough love. I think you need that. You need that to be successful at the top. That's it. You get that experience <coughs> of, uh, I wonder a better word for losing every weekend. You do get that kind of grit. <laughs> so then whenever you win, it's all the more sweeter. Uh, well, I think if you don't have that, you, you just you don't have the appreciation for winning. Yeah. You know. Well, that's true. You see some people coming into grade one and expecting to win it in their first try and they don't and they're disappointed. Uh, no, that's it. It's all victories and failures, but it's all part of the game. Mm-hmm. That's what I'd say. So I have to ask both your opinions now on the trad music scene, especially with Inverary. I'm asking this for a lot of you guys at the minute, but Inverary's playing a lot of music from the trad music scene. Yeah. How do you feel the two worlds are intertwining at the minute? Are you a fan of it? or? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, w- I would say there's a there's a big core of guys in the band or right into the trad scene uh, in the band. Um, a lot of good relationships with some of the young students that go to the conservatoire. Yeah, right. Because they're they're socialising in that that music scene all the time. If they you bring that the, to the band, then they yeah, they bring that to the band. Mm. And obviously, we've got you know uh, Ali Hutton today back in his. That's right. Yeah, you know, he's yeah. he's probably one of the most sought after trad music players in the world right now. Yes, I'd um, say so. Yeah. So it's great to have him on board because he just he plays pipes as well. He grew up playing on the veil, so he gets the pipe band. That's right. So he gets that whole mentality. Yeah. yeah exactly. He can, he just brings a new flavour, you know. Yeah. yeah. I think I think they certainly bring a different dimension to to especially concert material or medley medley material. They'll mm. they'll come with something that. We can scar the place for something new if you want, but some of these guys, you give them a tune, they'll shake it up, and they'll say, well, or you might say, no, actually, <laughs> that's not going to work. But, you know, yeah. they, they will have sort of the bravado to try that right, and see, see where it sits, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. good. Yeah, they're, they're not scared to try things because there's no one judging them. There's Finish. no one judging them to yeah. say... No, you're actually not going to win that because I don't like that tune. 
They may they may not like what they play, but there's no real consequence of it. No, no. So why not? And exactly. That's, that's kind of where we're tied in yeah. pipe band medleys at, at the moment, I would say. Well, that's it. Yeah, especially because we have the MSRs, and that's never going to change. You know, you have your. No, I don't, I don't think it ever should change. I, yeah. I'm I'm a big I'm a big fan of MSR playing, but mm. I think the medley I think the medley format could definitely. Be shook up a bit, yeah. I definitely could be shook up, no question. Well, that's well. Now we're talking about medleys. Are you a fan of the introduction of Peabrook into medleys? We had a talk about this on a live show recently on Fuse, where we talked about Scottish Power when they were playing the Flame of Wrath and everything. Are you guys a fan of that as drummers with the introduction of Peabrook? I'm, I'm okay with it. I like Peabrook uh, as long as it's melodic. But yeah. I could say that about any tune. Um, yeah. Some you know, people if, it's a, if it's the right tune and it's drummer friendly, I think, yeah, I think yeah. you can definitely do something with it. But we've See? we've talked about it. We just haven't found the, the tune that works for us yet. Hmm. How about yourself, Ian? Would you be a fan of well, rock music yourself? I'm, I'm actually quite a fan of it. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I, I kind of watch the live stream of Glenfiddich every year. Hmm. I, it doesn't mind me, and I, I got kind of frightened by P-Brock many many years ago at the Ulster Solos when I walked into a room because I didn't understand what it said on the front door <laughs> I thought this would be interesting only yeah. to find myself sitting there 10 minutes later almost in tears but <laughs> the more the more I grew up and actually there's was more of my time in SFU when we used to go to Jack Lee's house for practice and Jack would have been dandering around the garden mm. playing P-Brock after P-Brock or staying with Terry Lee and Alistair having a peabrock going at half six in the morning before he went to school. Yeah. So you then try to you actually understand it a wee bit more whenever you actually hear these guys talking about it. So yes, a fan. Will we ever do it? I am absolutely sure somewhere along the line it'll happen. That's it. Well, if anything, probably Inverary be the band to do it because if you said earlier, you guys take musical risks yeah. and you employ more interesting stuff in your material. So yeah, who knows what the future will bring. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks a million no for chatting to us. I know you're no. going to head off to your concert now, so yeah, thanks, no thanks for chatting to us. Cheers. Thank yeah. you. Have a good night. Cheers. Well, welcome to the podcast. A little bit of a known legend, and I have to say, we are a bit of a fan on the Rap Show podcast. Welcome, Mr. Ali Hutton. How Hi you there. Hi, good. Yeah, yeah. So I have to say, first of all, congratulations on the release of Symbosis 2. Yeah. We've been plugging it like crazy people. Aye, that's good. It's nice for people to enjoy it and yeah. be playing it so aye it's good yeah so tell me we've got a bunch of questions sent in from listeners that I think I can remember <laughs> what they are um, whenever Symbosis 2 came out it seemed uh-huh. to be serious amount of whistle playing involved uh-huh. Whenever you're composing tunes for whistles, is it the same as whenever you're composing for pipes? The same sort of process? Uh, no, I think I think I think I, I don't think you necessarily choose an instrument. Well, yeah. it's it's weird. I think sometimes you just have a wee melody in your head. Sometimes you can have chords. Sometimes you set out to yeah. do something particular. So um, it's the same initial thought, I suppose. You know. But um, yeah. aye, I mean, you've got to, there's a lot of different kind of. It's just whatever voice you want to use. But aye, well, tune, I mean, yeah. that's the thing. It's more. It's a, quite often is a sound thing. Aye. You know, like yeah. the, to- the different tones or or like the pipes are such a big sound. So yeah. it's quite hard to 
put them at a start and take them out. No, you can't be subtle with a set no, of Highland no, no, pipes now. No, 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 be said. No, no. So with that, with Symbosis 2, I can sit and rhyme off all of my favourite tracks on it. Well, it good. has been in my car stereo since I've got it. <laughs> what are your own particular favourite sets of your own? Um, I quite like the one Action. Yes. That's um, That was yeah. one of the ones that started becoming more fully formed. Yeah, uh, in the, a lot in of the orchestration areas. in that one. Uh, but we yeah. had Patsy Reed, um, who's an amazing string player. Yeah, yeah. She she uh, wrote and uh, performed all the strings on the album, so See, right. that's quite a serious bit of work, and it all kicks off. So I'm sure. Yeah, uh, it's fun to play that one. But I, uh, they're, they're all. I don't know, it's still sinking in. <laughs> really? Yeah, even now, yeah. Even now. There you go. Yeah. So, tonight, at the Inverary concert, how did you get pulled into this to begin with? Um, I think it was probably through Gus Sicard. Oh, see, our Beard of the Year, Aye, two years year. running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm challenging him <laughs> now. You're getting like, there, man, yeah. There. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I, th- yeah, I mean, I've known Shirt for... I've known Stuart for a while and I know some of the guys in the band so yeah. um, I would think the first time was the Ascension concert right yes yeah, yeah. On. so I any time they've done stuff they, they give us a shout and uh, yeah it's fun it's good fun to do That's stressful it. a bit stressful with the tuning and uh, all that yeah, stuff but um, sure. it's not a, that, I mean the stuff's a jo- it's nice to play it's not difficult yeah. it's nice but the tuning aspect is a bit of a nightmare it's an interesting yeah. thing but well, I have to say, as soon as the band tonight, Inverary actually played Grands, which yes. is one of your own. Aye. And I near lost my small mind. <laughs> That's, That's incredible. Nice well, I got, yeah. Know, I, I, until the rehear- I didn't. Yeah, I, I hadn't really heard them till this week playing right. it, so it's quite a nice surprise. What did that feel like, though? That's cool. It's you know? nice to hear people <laughs> appreciating what you've done and then wanting to play it as well. Yeah. Maybe doing a better job than I did. <laughs> so. Oh, no, no. Plus, I, I was kind of half expecting Gus to join in, you know. Well, I, yeah, I, was the, I thought that was going to be the crack as well, but yeah. also, my gran, the more the more times and it's played, or the more people that play it, mm. she be, she starts to think she's more of a celebrity. <laughs> and she started getting photos taken with I her. See. Oh, a bit of <laughs> she a rock makes, star, she yeah. makes people totally aware that she's the granny at intervals <laughs> of concerts. That's my and all. <laughs> I totally yeah. So I should be chuffed. Fantastic. Yeah. So running forward, then you guys have been insanely busy, uh, both Ross and yourself, both. Yeah. Uh, what's in the future for yourself in recent months? Um, Anything uh, coming up? Uh, or? Uh, oh, some stuff. I'm going away in August again to the States with Blind Dogs, and there are things in between that. We've got a couple of things. Um, we're doing a festival, Colors of Ostrava, in Czech Republic. All right, never um, heard of it. No, it's a really, yeah. it's a really cool festival. Um, nice. I'm doing Gia Festival, and it was quite a nice one. We're doing um, myself and Ross and uh, Jen Butterworth and Laura Beth. Oh yeah. So we're doing a collaboration, the two like oh, two, two du- duo kind of gigs. So yeah. But Jen's been playing guitar with us. Yes. Um, so I that'd be cool. Uh, Fantastic. Yeah. But as far as that. I don't know, I need to read the calendar (laughs) (laughs) So, but as well as turning around and playing live gigs You're also a bit of a producer now You've been doing a lot of producing work I try, I try Um, How do you find the difference between live work and studio work? Oh well, it's a different kind of pressure I think For a start Like the idea though of, you know, you create things in studio and, And you can have fun and get carried away 
yeah. and then realise you have to try and do these things live. That's <laughs> that's the big. Uh, see, that's yeah. been a few. There's been a few problems with the album there, but oh, we have to play this. I, I yeah. changing between instruments and, and things like that. <laughs> but oh, no, I like I like I like creating music. I like not just melodies. You know, I, I like kind of mm. try to shape, do, like make arrangements and kind of piece yeah. things together and stuff. So I, I kind of I really enjoy that. I like doing gigs as well, but I, I really enjoy sitting in the studio and creative side. Uh, yeah. And, 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 yeah. So with that in mind, like yourself and Ross have been composers now for quite a while. Does do you ever think that your pipe band history affects mm. how you guys compose or even approach a tune? Well, I think I've actually been writing fairly traditional kind of things. A lot of stress and, ah, and like yeah. Grand's tune and I wrote a tune for my granddad there, it's kind of my eight march and Right, yeah. So I like I've written a lot of tunes that aren't too funky, too out there, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I kinda I kinda enjoy the tunes that are can be played in many different scenarios rather than being quite isolated to a certain thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. So um yeah, it's nice but I, yeah, I, I, I don't know, I think having Gordon's influence, so that probably has had some sort of in, influence on the writing and, yeah. and stuff, but okay, it changes all the time, you hear different things. Well, that's it. You that's, know, it's, yeah. it's like you, as you go, get older, you, you have all these different things that you listen to, so then perhaps you write a tune one day and it sounds completely different from <laughs> something you write another day, so well, it's certainly. Good. it changes, I think that's a nice thing. So I told you what's in my CD player uh-huh. at the minute. What's in yours? What's in mine? Yeah. I don't, I don't know any in this no. capable of playing CDs anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, you know, it's kind of the a question I like to ask people, especially composers, is who are they listening to? Well, I, I have a band that, I, I don't know, I'm, I quite enjoy listening to kind of soundscapey, ethereal oh, see. music, you know, like Sigur Ross and things like that. Oh, Icelandic yes, yes, band. Yes. But uh-huh. I listen to a lot of trad music, you know, I like... Like Solus are one of my all-time favourite bands. Great band, yeah. I, like if I, I always go back to their albums, and they're and they're they're yeah. quite old albums now, but I think they're still they still some, stand up, yeah, oh, I, completely. Rocking, rocking tune and song albums, ever, you know. But I, I, I like lot like lots of different bands. Um, depends on the mood. If I'm in a plane and I and I want to take my mind off. Yeah. Well, the idea of crashing to the ground, I'd probably put Duncan <laughs> Chisholm on. Oh, He's quite soothing. <laughs> depends on the need. <laughs> uh, that's just it, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it depends. So, I have to ask again, when I first noticed yourself and Ross both was with the orchestra, the treacherous oh, orchestra. Aye, aye, aye. Uh, is there anything happening with the orchestra at the moment? Or are you still um, it's just, on the road? Or? Um, well, the last gig we did was uh, um, Hogmanay yeah. uh, in Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's we started putting stuff together for a, a third album, but uh, things have changed over the you know like yeah. we started off where we were all just kind of uh, d- didn't have many responsibilities and you know yeah. bills to pay and all that and That's kids it. to feed. So all that kind of thing has changed now. A lot of the, a lot of folk have got uh, John is is just about to have his second. Well, he's not. Natalie is. Yeah. Uh, and Fraser's <laughs> got a couple. Yeah. Um, Kevin's now got a fully full family. Right. Um, right. So aye, ah, yeah, it's, it's difficult. It's Life not, catches up. Ah, yeah. There's not a lot of money in it at times, so yeah. a lot, you know. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe I think it, it, the positive of it not happening for a while 
is that the, a lot of other yeah. albums have come out of it. Like everyone's been able to do their own things, you know. Yeah. So that's, that's a great thing. Well, that's it. I know. Well, Martin was recently. Martin Aye. was on your album there, and yeah. it's been all around the place with Fred Morrison and stuff. Aye. Everyone's all doing their own wee thing. Well, the last yeah. year that we did, it was so intense, and there was so much time <coughs> spent on that band that yeah. we, we had nothing. We had no time for other things. So everyone was feeling quite frustrated and all that, you know. And yeah. you know, when you're putting so much effort in and not even financially seeing it back, it's quite. It's a difficult thing. No, so sure. that that labour of love. You know, there's only so much in the tank. No, that's and, true. And, yeah, and, and, and then it just becomes it's really, can kind of be difficult. So, well, but it's it. still it's still something that's it's great fun gig to play and great fun audience that come to the gig. So good, good. Hopefully soon. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Well, I've got another listener question and then a couple of rab show questions. Okay. Um, the BBC Folk Awards. Mm-hmm. How did you find those? It was a very straightforward question, but the one that's hard to answer. How did I find them? How did you find them? Well, it's this last couple of years you guys have been nominated each time. Well, I mean, odd, odd for oh. odd <laughs> in, a, in a way that um, I don't think we expected to even be nominated. But it was really? fresh Aye. at the time. We were yeah. just we were just really put that thing together. So, Aye. Um, well, and then and then to win it, I don't know. It's odd. It's like. <laughs> I don't know. These things, it depends on how you feel about being awarded for something yeah. like that. I don't know. It's you're, you're Unexpected, maybe? Aye, I think yeah. your, your, your intentions in making music, that's not at the end of your, your train of thought. So No, we're not doing it to win awards. Aye, yeah, totally. Exactly. So, yeah. so, so it's an odd thing to be compared to other people in that. Like, yeah. I mean, we were in it again, and, and I was like, this year and then I'm thinking but everyone's brilliant at what they do but everyone does things that are so different from it's each other it's all different yeah that's, that's so, the thing yeah. so I, I don't know it's, it helps get gigs it looks good on your website so it's uh, yeah yeah. It's a, it's, it's a nice recognition I suppose that's it it validates your existence better your, your family yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so then a couple of bigger actual questions then have you got a favourite cheese Favorite cheese, mm-hmm. <laughs> the hard-hitting stuff. I like. We need to know. Actually, manchego, Spanish manchego Ooh. with honey is my favorite cheese. I've yeah. never heard of that. Manchego cheese. That sounds all sorts of interesting. Amazing, I. Manchego. There manchego. you go. So and then, with this incoming season, piping season just around the corner, do you think you'll be going to any competitions? Oh, I'd love to. I actually yeah. got to blast a set of pipe. I was playing shoot Liddell's pipes oh, yeah. when, when they were warming up there. Nice. So I actually got to stand in the circle there for the first time. In over, it's been a long time. Twelve, yeah. maybe uh, wh- however many years, and it was yeah really cool. Well, you, you kind of took the pipe major role when you done uh, Trist, was it? I well, okay. that was I, I, was awesome. stand, I was standing in the spot. It doesn't mean I was in charge. Ah, <laughs> oh, but I see a lot of people watching your hands, and you know. I know, no, that, that's an interesting thing as well because uh, ah, that that, that's an attempt at um, trying things out with pipes that might not be easy for a pipe band to do given that they have competitions and, yeah. and, and things that yeah. they have to do so that's cool it was a, a good bunch of folk and we, we, yeah, I think we pushed the boat too far in some ways and uh, maybe and, and I think some of it worked so but it's, it's a yeah. nice feeling actually just standing amongst pipers and playing but like doing like playing and amongst and that them, it was like yeah. that was really cool <laughs> so that, like just the sound and all that and how tight yeah. the tuning is and no, so I, that was, uh, it makes me want to 
you get back into it again oh, I'd love to yeah. I'd love to I don't know if I could take the pressure of this lot but that's it too well, Ali, thanks so much oh, for chances on the podcast, man. Yeah, and uh, give my best to everyone. I will do. And we'll be watching your career with interest as we always do. As it goes down the tubes. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, man. Thanks for listening. Cheers, man. So we're backstage at the concert. We're about halfway through. And to say thank you to everyone who's managed to speak to me so far. We do hope to grab a good few more interviews before the end of this week's podcast. But, yeah, it's at this point at every podcast that I normally go and get myself a big cup of tea. It's time for myself to get a cup of tea. <laughs> nah, there's no cup of tea. Yeah, to say that this venue has been packed to the gills would be an understatement. So shout out to Ballybreeze Pipe Band for packing this place. I think there's well over 1,500 people in the venue itself. And yeah, we'll give you a full rundown, a full review of the concert as it's finished. But I've got more walking to do, more people to talk to. And yeah, phew, my legs are walked off myself. LoneStarPiper.com the little pipe and drum supply in the heart of Texas. Proud to be firefighter owned and operated. With 10 years in the industry, they are dedicated to providing friendly, professional, personalized service. Featuring many of the most popular brands for bagpipers and drummers, as well as custom kilts and Highland wear. Feel free to shoot them an email with questions about custom orders or to get a quote for special pricing on larger orders at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com Check them out. TwistedThistle.com Owned and operated by world champion and gold medal winner bass drummer Mike Cole. Twisted Thistle bass drum mallets are one of the top performing bass stick brands in the world. Used by our current world champions in Vararian District Pipe Band. So check out TwistedThistle.com where you can find information on available models to buy Tuning videos, Skype drumming lessons, pipe band drum scores, pipe band drumming workshops, drum tech support, blah, just so much stuff. Check them out, twistedthistle.com. Ross Miller, I'm a piper with Inverary Pipe Band. Yeah, indeed, sir. And I'm Callum Brown, I'm, and I'm also a piper from Inverary <laughs> District Pipe Band. Welcome, guys, to the Big Rab Show podcast. And if you're just finished the show, beer in hand, night's over. What did you think of that performance? That was it was amazing. It was really good fun, great yeah. fun, uh, especially the sets with the, the backing team. It was great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought like, well, this is actually my first time in Northern Ireland, and I thought it was like, really, yeah, no, oh, it is. wow. So it's a really great experience, you know, uh, especially meeting new people and stuff, you know, after the concert and getting some feedback. And that. It's been really nice. See, awesome. So, well, yourself, Ross, are you still doing the whole duo thing? 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. Are, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Me, yeah, me and Charlie. Uh, yeah. yeah, you've had us on the show a couple of times, I believe. Which indeed, is great. yes. Um, yeah, no, we're still playing. We're actually going to Egg, the island, a small island off Scotland. That's a place. Uh, Egg? Yeah, Egg, E I G G. All right, okay. Egg for um, for for a gig in a couple of weeks' time. Actually, uh, I'm also doing, still doing lots of the folky stuff. I'm actually flying away early tomorrow to go and do a Kaylee and stuff as well. So awesome. Um, so be good. How do you find mixing? the folk music scene with the pipe band competitive scene just you just have to have a lot of, well a lot of discipline in the band and maybe not so much discipline in the, the folk and you just you have can, to yeah, you can relax switch then. between sweet switch do both of them That's it. so yourself well. Callum how long have you been playing then uh, I've been playing since I was about 7, 28 years old actually I think really? it was yeah it's been about 11 years <laughs> he's, only, he's only a youngster <laughs> <laughs> So you're making me feel old here, Callum, standing here. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, no, I've, I've been playing since I was seven, and then I was taught by um, high major John Stewart of Aberdeen, uh, but I was originally taught by my dad, and then I was then I moved on to uh, Dr. Jack Taylor, who's the president of the Peabody Society. So. I see. So, they, so you've had a pretty good pedigree then yeah. of, of t- teaching. And ever since I've went to the conservatoire um, with Ross and stuff, you know, um, I've been fortunate enough to be taught by uh, Finley McDonald and Willie McCallum. So. Well, see, there you go. You can't say Willie McCallum without going, we're not worthy. <laughs> yeah. thing, you know? yeah. Both of us, yeah, we've both got lessons off him at the conservatoire. So, yeah. so tell us about the conservatoire then. I've heard so many people going there and just like going from one level to a completely different stratospheric different level what do you guys do that makes such amazing players well, I don't know about that but lots of uh, <laughs> lots of uh, lots of piping I think we, we yeah. um, it's, the course actually changed halfway through my time there from a lot more academic things to uh, like basically we learn everything through piping now uh, right. the, the guys well I'm I've just graduated but the guys mm. uh, are still there so like you do history of piping but you play old tunes whereas before you right. would just learn about the old tunes so I'll now so you're building your repertoire all the time yeah. and the, the, the demands is much much higher than when I was in first and second year I see. you uh, got it easy then did you? Yeah, well, well no we had to do lots of writing and no one likes the oh, writing I see. Yeah, right. and things as well so, <laughs> so ever since it's like changed to be more it's more like performance based stuff and you're kind of right, assessed right. more on your playing a bit less of the theory then really. yeah yeah, yeah a little less theory and history essays and things so it's pretty good and you've got to do a 45 minute recital at the end as well which is great 45 minutes yeah I think it's now is it now 30 I think it is now 30, 30 is it, uh, I think it changes over the years I think the four, the final recital is 45 minutes and that's still an incredible long time to stand there and, you, you know. don't have to play for the whole time but yeah. play for what, two, pretty much two two, two hours tonight yeah, so. yeah so well with that what has been your experience of Northern Ireland audiences how did you find the crowd here tonight? I, it was brilliant. They even sang along. We did a yeah. uh, we did a quintet tonight. We were both in, and uh, I had them singing along, and they were brilliant, which is which is great to hear. I always like it when people get involved with. Uh, <laughs> with so, it makes you look a bit silly if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you find it yourself then? I thought it was yeah. amazing from up for an experience. You know, like this is the first time I have played with the band. Oh, well, oh, so yeah. I, 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 I just joined literally at the end of last year. Oh, uh, so right. it's quite a good experience, you know, getting into so, the well, Welcome to Inverary Band then. <laughs> yeah. A baptism of fire, exactly. Yeah, wow. Well, guys, I'm not keeping you any longer. Let you no enjoy well. your beer. Thanks Thank so much for chatting to us on the show. Cheers, Rob. Thanks, much. <sighs>
I've been running around this place and I find myself a bit of a trad music legend. What about you, Mr. James Lindsay? How are you doing? I'm good, yeah. How are you getting on? It's nice to meet you again. Yeah, I'm sure. Do you remember the first time we were chatting and whenever you come over to Belfast? Just maybe three years ago? Easily, or yeah. Like that? I was thinking that, yeah. yeah that yeah. was myself and Joe. Hi, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you're obviously still playing with Brayback. You guys yeah. are doing insanely well at the moment. Doing so all right. Congratulations on your last album, Thanks, by the man. way. Cheers. I thought Cheers. it was incredible. Thank you. Um, this the big question that listeners are asking is will we be getting anything new from Braybrack coming forward? Yes. We yes. will. We're actually going to be recording in June. No, really? Yeah, so wow. we're kind of currently buried in rehearsals um, in Glasgow so we're just working up some new material we've got a few gigs at the end of the month yeah. uh, and then straight into the studio at the start of June So, oh man well there you go you've heard it <laughs> I'm all sorts of excited now it should be out by the end of the year even better so that's, yeah. the, that's the plan oh fantastic so well I have to ask about your travels it seems to be there's nowhere you guys won't play <laughs> Yeah, we like to travel. You've been some pretty exotic places. Uh, where would be top of your exotic lists that you've been? Um, I loved our time in South Korea. South Korea, really? Yeah, that was one of my favourite. Wow, my how was that? Trips. It was totally great, and the people and the food and 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 the the crack was just just brilliant. Uh, and the music as well. Yeah, we, we played some music as well as doing all that. Oh, so. you didn't just go for the crack. Yeah. No. <laughs> So how did you find the music travel to South Korea? Were they into it? They were into it, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was like a, a Celtic festival that we played at. Um, right. So there was a, a lot of different like world acts that came over, and yeah, yeah. Um, we had had a ball. Yeah, and we met we met some friends at that festival that we later went on to collaborate with um, out from Australia uh, oh, and New Zealand. So yeah. um, our last album kind of. Had some of that elements in it. Certainly, yeah. yeah. And that was one of the questions I was going to ask was about the Mari set. It's one of the favourites that we play on yeah, yeah, the show, yeah. but it's one of the most unusual that Ray Brack have done. What kind of process went into producing that? Well, we spent some time in New Zealand back in 2014, yeah. and we, we were working with some Maori uh, artists and uh, Scotty Morris who's a kind of, he's actually like a news broadcaster and stuff, but he's like a great linguist, um, and he he writes songs and writes like hackers. Oh, so yeah. what we did was we we had this piece of music, which we actually wrote out there, yeah. and then we thought the most obvious thing to do is get him to write a hacker yeah. for us. So he went and took some of our ideas, and he wrote his own thing, and then we just like sent the track over to him he recorded it in his studio at work and then posted it back over so that's fantastic so that's it was all a bit of a jigsaw puzzle, really. It was, yeah, it was. So, so a lot of people have been asking to get chatting to people about the creative process. I was yeah, just yeah. chatting to Ali there earlier, and he says it's like putting together little nuggets. <laughs> you get a little, I don't know, three-note tune from somewhere. Yep. Is that the same for you guys? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Like We all take part in that process, and we'll bring in maybe a fully composed tune, or maybe like eight bars of a, of a riff or a, yeah. a chord progression and then we'll just kind of workshop it in rehearsal and um, 
record it, go away, listen to it, come back. Yeah. And just keep building on it like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I have to say, now that I've heard you guys are back in the studio, I'm stupidly excited now. That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. We'll so, keep you posted. Yeah, please do, yeah. So, uh, we'll keep you guys on the podcast posted as well, no fear there. I have to ask you about the performance tonight then. Yeah. On stage, playing a double bass with a pipe band. How did you find that? It's great fun. It's really? a different challenge. Yeah. Um, different challenge and from an acoustic point of view, from a tuning yeah. point of view. Um, but I'm up for that. And yeah. it's such a powerful sound. It's, it feels great to be a part of that. I was uh, certainly you know, with Bray Brack you have two pipers yeah yeah but on there there's what 20 <laughs> it's, yeah. it's definitely a bigger sound to get behind yeah it's fun for me because I can kind of like slot in sonically below the drones right so right. it can kind of help to create some some different harmonic ideas and well, I think it yeah. I think it works quite well I have to say, it sounded amazing. Cool. So it, I really did. So Great. thanks very much for the, tonight. I just thought it was, it was awesome. I always like to thank the people on stage because they work really hard Aye. and we get to sit on our butt and do nothing, you know. So, well, this is you. You're back in Northern Ireland again. How many times have you been over here now? Oh, gee whiz. Um, been many times, hasn't it? Many times, yeah. yeah many times. Um, with Brayback and with various other acts as well yeah. so it must be like my 10th time or something I see right playing so we have got quite a big triad music scene here uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. if anything in recent years it's kind of ticking more legs okay how have you found the triad music scene here in Northern Ireland compared to Scotland it's been good yeah it's yeah. been good I mean like we, we don't actually get the opportunity to come out very much um, so every time we come out it's like a great buzz to to come yeah. out and experience a bit of it but we'd love to come back and do some more oh, fantastic so, and anyway you can't keep you guys tied down for too long you travel all the time yeah, we, I'm surprised you didn't record the next album in a mobile studio <laughs> <laughs> yeah we like to keep busy That's it. well James thanks so much for chatting to us on the podcast appreciate it Good thanks to see you Welcome to the show, Mr. Stuart Little. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm very well. Relieved and <laughs> tired and thirsty and good. Well, that's, yeah, the, the concert's now over. We've seen the reaction and heard the reaction from the crowd. I think everyone had the best time. How did you guys find it up there yourselves? Enjoyable. Really good. Great crowd, which makes all the difference, of course. When yeah. the crowd's into it, it's sort of... It's like the... What the the extra oomph that you need to perform a bit better so it was a great crowd great night really enjoyed it well I have to say congratulations on winning Wee Spikey this year mm. <laughs> I know I yeah think. if anything I don't know if you're aware of this but it was voted most emotional moment <laughs> right, <laughs> on the Rap right. Show Awards oh, how did you find it yourself getting the name Red out found it been something special it was extremely special yeah. it was hard to explain really um was emotional, yeah, definitely. And uh, <laughs> I mean, it was an accumulation of uh, well, we've gone through a big journey and lots of support locally. You know, people that have supported us in the past who are no longer with us. You know, so these these people sort of came to mind hmm. when going up to collect the trophy because I know that when they were there, if they were there, it'd be maybe an extra big party bigger than we had you know yeah well that was it I'm sure the celebration has now become the stuff of legend yeah, <laughs> yeah that was great yep yeah 
So with this incoming season then, uh, with obviously all of your success back in 2017, obviously hoping to continue this through to next year? Well, that's um, obviously part of it, but uh, no, it's really, we don't really look at it that way. We, we, we in fact, uh, you know, you don't change overnight, you know, you don't suddenly become, you know, no. in 24 hours are brilliant, but you know, there's still progress, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, obviously it never stops. If you're trying to achieve excellence, that progress keeps going. Mm. So no, it's just it's back to square one again, and uh, fully expect uh, a handful of or more than that of, of really decent bands to produce decent music. So it's really just you know what it's all in the day. So yeah. obviously we'll go do we'll go out and uh, do our best, and uh, and I look forward to hearing all the other bands doing their best as well. That's one thing I have to say about Pipe Majors in bands. You guys are as much as a fan of the music as we are, you know, as spectators. So is there any bands in particular, regardless of the grade, that you will be paying attention to this year? <clears throat> yeah. Ah, that's a good question. Uh, I, mean, I enjoy music from a lot of bands in the grade one and in other grades as well. You know, it's, it's going to be interesting hearing some of the younger, well, not younger, the new grade one yeah, bands that have been promoted. It'd be nice to hear some of the, the heavy hitters uh, mm-hmm. and hear what the standards like there. It could be scary, which might which means like, oh, crikey, we need to drive it harder. Or it could be, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm interested to hear what they're coming up with musically, uh, see what ideas have been put out there. And that's in the grade one. Yeah, and, and through all the grades as well. We've got a wee local band uh, near oh. Inverary as well. A wee grade four band, the Middergale band. They're going to be. Oh, see, yeah. Right. Out there, so right. I do teach a few of the kids in the school there. So I'll be looking forward to hearing them and uh, seeing how they do as well. There you go. So shout out to Middergale. Yeah. And there's a few other bands that help out as well. Isle of Sky. Isle of Sky. Yeah, yeah. You can, you can keep going. Right. Few, <laughs> I'm looking forward to hanging out and uh, socialising and producing some good music. There you go. So I am very aware that we have a lot of listeners or beginners who listen to the podcast and are lifting the chanter for the first time. Have you any tips at all for complete beginners? Yep. Go slow. Good advice. De- deliberate, yeah. slow, controlled finger movements and do it often. And sooner or later, your brain's going to get the idea and it'll start learning quicker. Yeah. You, you play slow, you learn quick. You play too fast, you learn way too slow. See, that's really good. Yeah, I like that. Because a lot of players, I've heard stories of going straight into Fiddler's Rally. <laughs> or, you know, I'm like, no, don't do that. Yeah, no. It takes, it takes a while, like riding the bike. Yeah, you have to keep trying. You have to, you know, it takes a while to learn what muscles to use and what ones yeah. to switch off, blah, blah, blah. You know, so it takes a long time. You need to be persistent. But, you know, stick in there, keep going, and that'll happen. Keep going. So there's a couple of things that Inverary Band are kind of well-known for this last couple of years. Number one being your sound. How, what kind of thought process goes into putting your sound together on a competition day? Well, we, we have, well, we, um, well, that's a, <laughs> a good another question. good question as well. Yeah. Well, weather has a big factor uh, to play in there. Uh, we try and judge what the weather's going to do, you know, ideally overcast warm is yeah. uh, perfect conditions as I'm sure everybody knows we try and gauge and time it so that our pipes don't get too wet so we can, get the, we can time it so that they're at their best for the yes. performance, yes. get the, the nerves settled, just really quick reminders of things in the music, so about the sound itself mm. yeah, just, just sort of monitor the instruments and make sure nothing unpredictable has happened mm. yeah I eliminate all variables, kind of thing. Yeah, which is uh, a never-ending task. <laughs> so you talked about nerves. 
do you, how do you handle nerves? Do you ever suffer from nerves or stage fright? I think it's quite natural to get uh, excited and butterflies in the tummy and all that. You know, yeah. it's just, um, again, it's just uh, persistence and doing it often and, and learning to cope and adapt to that. And uh, sooner or later, when your ability improves, you start to put it to good use. Yeah. You know, and, and, and the go slow thing still happens. In, in your mind, you tell yourself to go slow, you'll have a better outcome you know aye, so mentally slow everything down absolutely there you go yeah, yeah. so that, that helps as well it's it good advice confidence, yeah yeah and the other thing you know in the solos as well you know once you the nervous part is usually just before you go on for me it is anyway mm-hmm. and, and yeah. once you're on there and if you've done enough preparation uh, it, so everything just sort of kicks in automatic you know? yeah uh, automatic pilot nearly uh, pretty yeah. much and as long mm-hmm. as nothing has gone wrong it, it should just be a case of right here we go and just play the music and enjoy that's it that's great advice well the next thing on the, the two piece list that Inverary are kind of well known for is tune selection you guys do things musically that other bands are kind of scared to do <laughs> but um, yeah what goes into your thought process again when selecting tunes for a medley it's, 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 a, quite a, it's a drawn out process for us I mean it's mm. like probably writing a screen a script, you know, for uh, for a film or something. It goes yeah. draft after draft after draft. You know, on paper it might sound like a good idea. Mm-hmm. Then when we try it, it's like mm, it doesn't quite feel right. So I say yes. we're looking for a connection when we're putting medleys together. How it connects together, so it, so tunes so, flow into each yeah, other, kind of thing. We might start yeah. off with a wee idea. This is a nice tune. How would it go into this other one? You know, what does it feel like? You know, yeah. yeah. And if it feels quite natural and progressive, then yep, we'll stick with that and we sort of build on it. And, it is a bit drawn out and quite, I guess, maybe frustrating for some of the guys because we might learn a tune and then ditch it, <laughs> you know. So, it's, yeah. But eventually, we through the process, you know, through time, we end up with, when we're happy with it, then we know we've got something that connects well. That's great. Really interesting stuff. But away now from the technical piping questions, I have to ask you some big rap show questions. Okay. What's your favourite cheese? <laughs> Mature cheddar. Ooh, nice. See, I'm a cheddar man myself. So there you go. Super. And then it's a difficult question to ask any piper or drummer, but what has been your most memorable moment in piping and drumming? It's a difficult question. Well, memorable. Uh, Good or bad? Either. Either. Is that one that sticks in your memory? Yeah, it's one that I have nightmares about is uh, (laughs) when I was 14, uh, in fact. Yeah. I think I've told this story before somewhere. And uh, 14, me and my mate mm-hmm. down the street of Inverary on our bikes. There was somebody busking, uh, full number one outfit, nice sort of Royal Stuart tartan. Lovely, yeah. Beautiful pipes on, on the other shoulder, uh, hands on the opposite way. Very, very, not very good playing. <laughs> oh dear, right. <laughs> but gathering a lot of attention and, you know, and, and doing well. As buskers do, yeah. And, you know, we just we're, me and my mate just happened to be listening, and he's, he's you know, elbowing me in, on the arm. Says, "Right, go and, go and play these." I'm saying, "Nah, don't be stupid." <laughs> and eventually, man, I don't know how he managed it, but he got me to go and pretend that I didn't know how to play them. I see. Uh, which yeah. uh, so I did. I went up to him and asked him for a shot of his pipes. And I'm sure you had pipes, Mister. <laughs> no bother, son. And he was he was so nice, very yeah. helpful. Oh, a bit bad here, you know. <laughs> so I go and put them, I try and pretend I go and put them on my shoulder or something the wrong way, and he's, oh no, no, it's not that way, you put it on this way. Aye. 
and being in the band, I was in it. The only chanter I've ever played was a plastic one, and I always used to turn it at the bottom. And the oh, chanter no. on this set of pipes was oh. a, wood, a wooden oh, singlet. No. And uh, yeah, you can imagine the feeling. So um, <laughs> instinctively, I just it was out of position, so I went and turned it. And the oh, was and, yeah. Crack. It didn't just crack, it completely <laughs> shattered into two bits. Oh my god. <laughs> right, and that, okay, that, that is a horrible, I, I, if anyone's been to that land, mm. they'll know it, but if you haven't, I can only describe it as the most horrible sinking feeling in your stomach. <laughs> 90 quid that cost me. Oh my god. And I handed his pipes and half of his chanter back, and then. <laughs> Basically, just pick the bike up and yeah. cycle as fast as I could. So, if, if this guy is listening <laughs> in on this this show, please get in touch with me because I can get you a new channel. There you go. <laughs> that, was, that, that wasn't yesterday, right enough. Wow, that's, a, that's an answer and a half right there. Yeah, thanks, Joe. So, well, thanks again for the amazing performance tonight. Everyone really enjoyed the show, and if anything, I want to wish you the very best of luck this incoming season. Well, thank you very much. Cheers. Thanks. Cheers. Welcome to the podcast, the Pipe Major Bali Priest Pipe Band. Welcome, Jason. How are you? Hello, Rob. Glad to be back with you again. <laughs> again, I know. I'm doing nothing but stalk you now. <laughs> so, you have been incredibly busy this tonight, and even running up to tonight. Yes. How has the show went for you? Oh, it has went down remarkably well. Uh, with me personally. I didn't get to sit down properly until the second half, which <laughs> is uh, probably, as history would tell you, that they have to sit down in anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, personally, I enjoyed some of the more slower. Yeah. Uh, more can really the band can really draw the music out of some of the tunes, mm. and uh, it's nice to sit back and enjoy that. Uh, the crowd pleasers, obviously, as well. Goes down well with me. Oh, certainly, yeah. It's, it's enjoyable to listen to the the two four marches and you know, yeah, you know, just stuff. Yeah, tunes yeah. that everybody plays, but you can just get that extra wee kick out of. That's it. Yeah. So then, tell me, Bally Brace then seventy years yes. on the roads. Congratulations! Ah, it's, a, it's a great achievement for the band. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's getting harder and harder to keep bands going these days. So it's a big achievement for us to, to hit seventy. Oh, it is. Um, but we wanted to market with something. You can have dinners and you can have this and that, but we want the market with something big, and it just worked out really well. Uh, it coincided with obviously Inverary won in the, the world's last year, so good timing, yeah. It was a nice <laughs> celebration concert for them and a, a nice way for us to mark our anniversary. It was indeed, yeah. So, well, I have to give a shout out to the guys of the Chandaran podcast. Hi, I think you'd be familiar with Hello, those guys. Americanos. Hello. <laughs> I just figured I would give them a shout on this week's podcast. Say hello. So tell me a bit about Bally Brace Pipe Band. Then, what was the origin story? How did the band get kicked off? Uh, we're going back, like most bands in Northern Ireland, uh, started out as a flute band. Oh really? Uh, yeah. And then in '48, there was a decision. Uh, sorry, in '47, mm-hmm. there was a decision or a meeting held. We'll maybe start a pipe band. Sorry, I'm wrong. '48, there was a meeting held. Yeah. Uh, we're going to start a pipe band instead. Okay. So there was money, there was an event held, money was raised to buy uh, bagpipes, mm-hmm. and then the following year, 1949, was the first year the band went out, but the band, the band was formed in 48, and then was had it its first the out. Field? Yeah, yes, I see. Had, it, had its first out in 49, yeah. and then I believe in the late 50s was when the band started to compete oh, see, yes. uh, on the competition circuit, which at that stage would have been more military aligned than what it is now civilian yeah. bands are completely a world apart from 
no. the Muldry pipe bands of the world, but yeah, yeah, uh, and had had uh, reasonable success throughout the years. '87 won the world drumming title. No, sorry, yes, '87 won. '87 yeah. won the world drumming title in their grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, notable runners-up places for the band throughout the years as well at the Worlds and the Pinnacle then the band went through a very uh, enjoyable period between 2009 or from 2009 won multiple major uh, awards finally yeah. culminating in the Worlds 2012 then it was the first year of the band and the drum corps as a whole won won the Worlds yeah. so I dare say that was this kind of a special moment for you guys yeah you know, it, it was uh Climbing that ladder for so long, and yeah. then there we go. There was a lot of work at, at that stage, like 2012. The band only went out in 2009 again. There was a lot of younger players who actually had went through progressively a grade each year. Right, um, yeah. That started 4B and just year on year went up. That's not an easy thing to do. No, and yeah. it's, a, it's a hard thing to maintain as well. There's, there's yeah. not many bands have been able to sustain it. Um, mm-hmm. But the band, the band has done very well. We're still, still going, uh, still going strong. We're not going to compete this year uh, due to a, a numbers issue, but yeah. uh, quality-wise, we're still there, good, keeping good. the band together, and uh, hope to get back out again next year. And we hope to see you back next of year. Course, exactly. Yeah. So, Jason, thanks a million for chatting to us on the podcast, man. I really appreciate your not time. No problem. Enjoy the rest of your night, man. I definitely you can go will. Put the feet up now. It's, uh, <laughs> it's cool down time now. So. Definitely, aye. So hopefully we'll see you on the grass then at some point. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I'll be knocking about somewhere. As was, as well the rest of the band. Indeed, so. yeah. Thanks a million, Jason. Cheers. All right. Thank you, Rob. So that's it from the Inverary concert. They're now stacking chairs, literally, as I'm talking to you. Hope you guys have really enjoyed the podcast this week. It's been a little bit unusual. You've had some snippets from the show and a pile of interviews from a lot of interesting people. Thank you, everyone here at the Inverary District concert, hosted by Bally Breeze Pipe Iron, for chatting to me. And yeah, giving us all of this access to take photos and videos and just all sorts of awesomeness for you guys out there. If you haven't been tuned into our social media, by the way, Please do. Go and check us out on The Big Rap Show on Facebook. We have lots of live-streamed videos and photographs of tonight's escapades. Yeah, lots of excellent coverage from this event. So, yeah, shout-out to Bally Breach Pipe Band. Very happy birthday. And also to Inverary. You guys sounded pretty incredible, as you've just heard. So, yeah, what an amazing night. And next week, we'll see us in Bangor. Can you believe it? I honestly can't believe it. The start of the season is here. I should almost be playing some kind of a celebratory tune right about now or something. But next week's podcast will be from the field. It'll be in Bangor Town itself at the competition as the season kicks off here in the UK. Now, looking at the draw, we have Field Marshal Montgomery's in there. We have St. Lawrence Tool plus the Vale of Athol. Plus, the whole draw is up there at the moment, but those are all the bands that kind of will draw the big interest in Grade 1. Definitely going to be one heck of a competition. I want to wish everybody going to Bangor the very best of luck. Have a good tune. And if you do see me out there on the grass, don't be a bit afraid to say hello, as you've done so tonight. A lot of people actually taking tons of selfies with ourselves in the Rab Show team, so that was just awesome. So thank you, everyone, for saying that you've listened in and all that sort of stuff. That's kind of awesome. So if anything, as I do each and every podcast, I do kind of realise how big our piping world is. Uh, yeah, it's just incredible to hear from you all, so thank you. If you haven't already, please do hit that subscribe button. 
so you don't miss an episode at all. So each and every week, whenever we upload one, you'll get a bing, a little notification to say, Rab's uploaded another one. And plus, give us an all-important follow on Podbean as well, or wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. And yeah, you'll never miss an episode. Next week, we're in Bangor. And sorry for not updating you on your piping news, but something historical just happened. And we had to cover it. Whatever you consider just across the road from this venue was the 78th Live in Ireland concert. And now we are the opposite side of the roads in 2018. And we've just witnessed our current world champions put on the performance that was simply incredible. Thanks again for listening to the podcast this week. And I'll see you all in Bangor. All the best.
that's it for another Big Rap Show podcast. Many thanks to our sponsors, G1 Reads, raising the benchmark throughout all the grades. Winning 8 out of 9 possible World Championship performances, G1 Reads are played by bands around the world, producing that quintessential tone. If you don't believe me, just listen to our current World Champions in Vararian District. Until next time, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rap Show podcast. All the best.